Greetings, friends and colleagues. Welcome to the Thoughtful Teacher Podcast, the professional educator's thought partner, a service of OnCourse Education Solutions. I am Scott Lee. As we end the year, I would like to thank all the listeners and supporters of this podcast. A podcast really does belong to the listeners, after all. I hope to continue serving you and our profession with thought-provoking and useful content as we look to the new year. February will mark the third anniversary of this podcast and start the fourth season. So I want to make sure and thank all of you and share that this has become an international podcast. Not only are there regular listeners near where I live in Tennessee and surrounding states, but many of you tune in from Michigan, Indiana, Ohio, and even Alaska. Also, there's been a growing international audience in Canada, the contingent in Frankfurt, Germany, as well as listeners in Scotland, England, and Australia. Thank you to all of you. As we close the 2022 season, I want to take a few minutes to discuss the problems that many of our most vulnerable students are facing. Here in the U.S., we have a crisis in our mental health services for children and adolescents. We have touched on this with several guests during the 2022 season, including conversations with Larry Brentrow, Amy Murphy and Brian Van Brunt, Ellen Montgomery, Asela Arandondo, and Jill Spearing. For some background, there are some links on the website, and it is well worth listening to NPR's Fresh Air from December 20th, 2022, where guest host Dave Davies discusses recent reporting on this issue with journalist Matt Richtel. The crisis we are facing is this. Thousands, literally thousands of children and adolescents arrive at emergency rooms every day with diagnosable mental health needs. Most of them need at least a short-term admission to an inpatient mental health facility. In the medical field, the term is acute stabilization. The problem is that many of these families arrive at an emergency room and there is just no place for them to go. Many of these children following stabilization in an acute facility may not be safe to go home and need further inpatient care. These thousands who are showing up in emergency rooms are being brought there because their parents or caregivers realize that these children pose a threat either to themselves or to others. For them, an hour or two a week with an outpatient therapist is simply not enough even if outpatient therapy is an option based on their insurance. I am keenly aware of this problem from my own experience. Like many of us, my career took some unexpected turns. For me, it was a school closing and a job loss that led to a conversation with a friend who worked in a state mental health hospital. My friend said, hey, you should come work for us. We always need teachers. So for two years, I taught in an adolescent residential mental health hospital, which I left just before it was closed. 
the Children and Adolescent Division of the hospital, was also a victim of state budget cuts. Years later, I became the administrator for a school that was part of a privately run, for-profit hospital for children and adolescents. I remained in this role until the hospital was closed, technically because of a merger, but the hospital and community-based services had seen dwindling reimbursements, particularly for children and adolescents in state custody. Financially, we had been limping along for years as the needs of children and families had increased, resources shrank. Let me be clear. I am not advocating that all children with mental health needs should receive inpatient care. Most never will need to spend a night in a treatment hospital. Removing a child or adolescent experiencing a mental health crisis from their family is almost always unpleasant and is, at best, upsetting. But sometimes it is the only safe option. There also have been cases where treatment facilities have put profit over people and not provided the quality services that children deserve. That being said, there is still a huge need for a wide variety of services. If we had a society that truly cared about the health of all our children and adolescents, every community in every state would have a wide variety of services available for all children and adolescents, without waiting months, weeks, or even a single day when those services are needed. This wide variety of services, also known as a continuum of care, would include inpatient acute stabilization. For most, this would be from one day to maybe a week. There also would be longer-term residential programs, These usually can last from a couple of weeks to a few months as needed based on an individual's needs. This continuum also would include therapy and family support, which would be provided based on an individual's needs as well. This would have to be provided for some every day, for others maybe only twice a month. And it would also include support in the home, therapy in an office setting, at school, or any combination of those. The point to remember is that we know how to develop a system that works, that provides the necessary level of care for each individual and family. Providing quality mental health care is something we know how to do. There is no new wheel to invent here. If we care about our children, we just have to do it. And we have to be willing to pay for it. One of the things that I learned while being in mental health administration is that many residential and outpatient programs were staffed at the exact need for a given moment, meaning that when a new or unexpected patient needs treatment, a particular patient might be turned away simply because there's not enough staff working at that particular time. Providing quality mental health service may require that at times there are more service provider staff available 
so that they are at the ready and working so that that service is available whenever a child or adolescent is in need of mental health services. It's just like we have ambulances that are on standby to provide service whenever it's needed. First responders in a variety of fields oftentimes have to wait for a crisis to occur so that they're ready to go as soon as they are needed. Our mental health service needs to have a similar approach. So as we finish up our holiday to-do lists this season, let's add one more quick item. An email or letter to our elected officials to remind them that this crisis has to stop and they need to take action. Our kids can't wait. This has been episode 13, the final episode of the 2022 season. If you enjoy this podcast, please tell your friends and colleagues about it, either in person or using social media. We also greatly appreciate positive reviews on the podcast app you use. The Thoughtful Teacher Podcast is hosted and produced by R. Scott Lee, who retains copyright. We encourage diverse opinions, however opinions expressed do not necessarily reflect the views of producer, partners, or underwriters. On episodes with guests, guests are never compensated for appearance, nor do they pay to appear. Transcripts are available following podcast publication at our website, thoughtfulteacherpodcast.com. Sponsorship opportunities or other inquiries may be made on the Contact Us page at the website, thoughtfulteacherpodcast.com. Please follow me on social media. My handle is at Dr. R. Scott Lee on Instagram and Twitter and at Dr. R. Scott Lee at universedon.com on Mastodon. Proud member of the Podnuga Network.